0: Well, first of all, thank you all for being here tonight. You know, I know that anytime you have special services or especially Sunday nights when you got to turn around and come back, it, it becomes a little bit of a challenge and you got to shorten your naps, all kind of things like that. But hey, I don't know about you, but we had thunder and lightning and rain at my house. And we talked about praying for rain, and we talked about, we were about spiritual rain, but boy, I tell you, it was so nice. You know, it didn't, the rain came down really hard for only a few moments there, basically maybe 10, 15 minutes, but it was, it was really cool just to see it all. I don't know what hell happened here, but it was really cool to see it up there and to thank God for good thing. I said, well, Lord, this is just you showing off now. This is awesome. I said, but we're believing for spiritual rain, amen? Supernatural things to happen. Well, praise God. You know, it's my privilege and honor to get to introduce Reverend David Beebe. He is, um, you know, like I said, him and and Gary, very, very dear friends of mine. I mean, we have been through thick and thin together in a lot of ways, a lot of things. And just uh, thank God for the grace and the mercy. And, uh, you know, as you get older, you value friendships. You value those that have the same faith. You value those that encourage and strengthen you. And uh, and I appreciate, the, I appreciate that about these two uh, incredible guys. And they're going to keep going forward. You know, they're going to go until Jesus comes or they just decide, I've, I'm satisfied, I'm gone. And that's what's going to be happy. <laughs> and it's good. And we thank God for that. And as I said before, if you weren't here this morning, he is an incredible teacher of the Word of God. He's traveled all over the world. God's just using him good things. And, you know, one of the amazing things about him... And, Brother Gary, though, it's just a blessing in my life is that many times with when I'd listen to them when they were preaching and teaching at, at Ramah, and even when we'd come back for Winter Bible Seminar or even continuing education and stuff, which they don't have anymore, uh, but they would be teaching. I'd be taking notes, and I'd get so much from both of them, and then I'd, you know, I don't think I ever went up to Gary and told him I was a little bit afraid then, but I, no, I'm just kidding. But with David, I just, I, I you know, because he was, the, he, you know, he's the big shot. So anyway, but with David, I'd go up and say, man look what you did and I showed him all my notes and he'd say I didn't say none of that and I'd say yes you did and he'd show me his notes and his notes they weren't that good but no I'm just kidding his notes are awesome believe it or not they're fantastic but I got so, I got his plus I got so much more and I can't tell you how many times that happened and I'm expecting that tonight I really am because I, I got so many good things this morning so brother David come on let's be blessed and let's give him a good warm Harvest Bible Church welcome amen <laughs> hallelujah
1: Praise the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we need the Holy Spirit to help us tonight. Times like this, they just don't happen every day. When we can get together, love on you, Father, in Jesus' name. Elevate your word. Cooperate with your spirit. Help us to teach. Help us to hear what we need to hear tonight in Jesus' name. Yes. Amen. 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 Well, we're going to have a good time tonight, even though everyone steals my notes and <laughs> and then makes a comment like that, Pastor. <laughs> uh, Pastor Gary Crowell, he, he told me earlier in the week, he said, I don't know what you're teaching out there, but don't teach on... Who told you that? Because Pastor Mark took your stuff from did, South Carolina. I, I gave you credit,
0: though. I did give you credit. I know.
1: <laughs> but I thought about getting up and introducing that tonight as my you message. It. It yeah. I thought yeah. we
0: were
1: going to do that. It was good. No. Anyway. Well, you know, if you can't walk with God with joy, yeah. so heaven, heaven might not be your place. Amen? If you can't enjoy yourself. I mean, uh, these people of God, people of God, ministers of the gospel, uh, when you get together, there's a flow that happens. There's just something a little extra. I'm honored to sit in Pastor Gary's church almost every time we have church, uh, if I'm not out doing something. And so uh, I learn things. I mean, he, he teaches things that I teach, and I'm going, where do you get that from? Because he's sharing things that I didn't know. You know? How come I didn't see that first? But see, that's the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost will take what you hear, okay, and then bring revelation, personal revelation to you. He'll, he'll yeah, the entrance of thy words giveth what? Light. It gives understanding unto the simple. So there's no excuse there. Yeah, whenever the light, God said light be, light was, that's it. You know he never rescinded that command? He never rescinded light be? Yeah, he never rescinded it. Okay? So, uh, and the word says he shines in our hearts today. When we preach the gospel, the glorious gospel, that light will go out. It, it goes out, it brings attention To certain things. Now, when I got to church here, I had my everything ready to go. I had everything ready to go, and then all of a sudden, things start rolling. Partly because of the worship group here, singing my notes. So it's amazing that those things happen. But I want to just show you some things. Uh, Pastor Gary did some wonderful things this morning. I mean, that was the Spirit of God. If you, if you weren't here to hear it, get it, download it, whatever you have to do and get that. Pay attention because things are being said now by the Holy Ghost yes. using the Word, yes. using people that He's put in certain positions for this time. Okay? So anyway, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of like the guy that got on the horse and took off in every direction. You know what I'm saying? It just So uh, I'm going to try to stay with my notes. What is our first scripture that we were going to have? Was that Ephesians chapter 5? They're going to help us up here, okay? Ephesians chapter 5 verse, is it 17? Okay, is that behind me? Yeah. I see it now. Amen. It says, therefore, be not not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Okay, now, let's stop here. When you know God's will, that gives you purpose. It gives you direction. Is that right? You're never going to amount or uh, be able to accomplish anything for God unless you know where you're going. I mean, if you just went to the airport and they said, okay, where are you going? I don't know. It's ridiculous. If you don't know what your personal uh, direction you're supposed to be in, your purpose for your life, you'll find you won't have any anointing. Because God's anointing is there to fulfill the purpose that he gave you. If you don't fulfill the purpose, guess what's going to be missing? The anointing. Mm -hmm. So there's, uh, I can go off in every direction here, but anyway... It says, uh, what's the next verse? So, uh, and be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. I'm not here to argue about whether you drink wine or not drink wine. But I'm here to exhort you to be filled with the (laughs) Spirit. Now, you might think you know what that means. So, I'm going to see if we know what that really means, okay? Okay? People say, well, I'm filled with the Spirit. I'm full gospel. Some of the people that claim that are some of the meanest people you've ever met in your life. They claim to be full gospel, but they're full of something. I, it's not you. It's the people down the street. Okay? I'm full gospel. I did a message one time, and it was about the fruit of the Spirit. I titled this what is it, uh, what do we bring to the table? Okay. What, what do we bring to the table? I mean, if we're in a minister team or a sports team, every individual has to bring something to the table. The Bible tells us that what we bring to the table is the fruit of the Spirit. Everyone say fruit. 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 Do you know all nine of them? Can you find him in the scripture? Yeah. Do you know the definition? Love, joy, peace, long suffering. Some translations put patience there. It's not the word patient. It means to have a long temper. I'm convinced that that fruit is there for our driving. We're to have patience towards God. That's a joyful anticipation of good things to come. Long-suffering? Nah, that's people. That's people. Now you're thinking about somebody you know. Okay? I said, do you know what they are? Okay? Because that's what we bring to the table. What I really want to get across to you tonight is it's going to be the greatest day in your life when it dawns on you that all the blessings that God has given you, everything that Jesus has done for you, amen, salvation, inheritance, we're full of the Holy Ghost. Everything that God has blessed us with, are you ready for this? Is preparing you to turn around and be a blessing to other people. It's a great day when you grow up And you find out it's not all about me. I wasn't married two days. I found out I am not alone. I found out I don't know how to shop. I found out. I found out I just can't throw my clothes everywhere. You know what I'm saying? All of of a sudden, amen. We think this walk with Jesus is just what we can get from him. And so all we're doing is doing gimme, 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 gimme. See, we're all converts. If you're born again, you're a convert. Is that right? But how many disciples do we have? God wants to make you a vessel unto honor. Yes. Everyone say vessel. vessel. Now, we don't, we don't think about vessels too often, do we? So think of some sort of vessel. Okay, what are you thinking about? Somebody give me an answer. What are you thinking about? You're going to put something in a vessel. Yeah, something. Okay, but it's there. It's there to hold something. Is that right? When, when you have a vessel... Um, you know, we get upset over the price of a gallon of gas, but how about the price of a gallon of Chanel, what channel is it? How much would a gallon be of that? Uh, How how much? uh, uh, Yeah. You're putting that gas in your tank and, you know, you don't care what the tank's doing in there. You don't. Yeah. Chanel number five. Thank you. You got a gallon of that. You're putting that in a, in a gallon thing, container. You're not going to put that container in a, in a piece of junk that leaks and it won't preserve it. Okay? So what you put into a vessel actually tells you your value. We're the temple of the Holy Ghost today. Okay? Yeah, and it's because of His blood, yes. we became the temple of the Holy Ghost. Yes. Amen. Okay? So the value of what's on the inside yes. is an indication of how much God trusts us. Yes. And also, how good of a vessel we are. Amen? But a vessel like you and I, we will not ever find out our true value and who we really are as a vessel until you open that vessel and you begin to pour out what's on the inside of you and that's your purpose in life until you begin to pour out pour out Amen. become that disciple not just a hearer but a a doer a doer look up the word doer it's a word poetry Yeah. Yeah, so where we get the word poetry. But back in those days when that was written, they poets, traveling poets, would go to village to village and they'd put them up on a, a platform and then they would perform their poetry. So the Holy Ghost used that example to say that what we we should be poets, we should be up on a pedestal pouring out something. You ever think about that? You're never going to find out who you really are until you pour out what's on the inside of you. Okay? And I know you get taught really well here. But whatever's in here in abundance, it's like a pop valve. Whatever's in here, especially when you get under pressure, whatever's in here in abundance is going to come out and should come out. Why? The fruit of the Spirit, for instance, I was talking about earlier. Did you know apple? You got apple trees everywhere here, don't you? Yeah. You got cherry trees. We have all those things in Michigan, but not as much as you guys have. Apple trees don't eat their own fruit.
0: <laughs>
1: Unless you saw some crazy movie. <laughs> apple trees don't eat their own fruit. The fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, okay, is for everyone around you. And this is why I think sometimes we don't see a move the way we want to in our churches. Okay, are you ready? There's too much selfishness in the camp. I mean, I'm talking to me too, I know. Yeah, it's just too much. What's in it for me? What, what's in it for me? Well, in eternity, you're going to find out Amen? You don't really know who you are. You say, well, you know, I'm Dave Beebe, and this is who I am, and this is what I've done, this is what I'm doing. But the real me is in Christ Jesus, and what comes out? Hello? That's who I really am. So I'm going to try to prove that to you. Okay? Where was I? Ephesians... That was a little sidelight. You're going to be okay. Be not drunk with wine. We're talking about vessels. What are you filling your vessel full of? (laughs) Isn't that funny how that went around like that? Uh What are you putting in that vessel? And if you put it in there, don't drive. (laughs) Stay off the road. Keep hiding it. (laughs) But something like that could keep you from pouring out something more important, like the gospel of Jesus Christ. But be filled with the Spirit. Now watch this, watch this. But be filled with the Spirit, what? Speaking. Everyone say speaking. Speaking to yourselves in songs and hymns and what? Spiritual songs and what? And What's that? Making what? Did you know you can do that all the time? Amen. You can do that all the time. The time, especially when you're driving, on Highway 5. Yeah, yeah. Speaking to yourselves. Now, I've got a hobby I started, you know, just picked up. It's a little bit of photography and picked up on that and started doing it. Find myself, you know, out in a car, out hiking, I spent a lot of time speaking to myself in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Because why? That's an indicated, uh, indication of what? Of what? Being spirit-filled. Being spirit-filled. Bless God, I'm a Pentecostal. We need to get some more Pentecostalism into the church. Bless God, I'm a charismatic. We need to get more charismatic in the church. Well, I'm, I'm a word person. Well, that would help. Hello? All of those little stages that, that that's taken place is to get us to this point right now. And we're to be filled with the Spirit. I'm not even to the beginning of my message yet. Okay? So I'm going to be touching on a few things. I'm not going to go into the detail. Speaking to yourself. I was in a meeting years and years ago. I was a young Christian. My wife and I, we were just married. I mean, just within the first two years of our marriage. And we were in a meeting. I knew the guest speaker. He was from England. And uh, we were charismatics. (laughs) The bigger the Bible, the better. We were stronger back in those days because we carried not only our Bible, but a strong concordance. Always had a book. Always had a book. Okay, shot it from the rooftops or. Uh, what was uh, Dave Wilkerson's thing? Uh, yeah, his book. Crossing the Switchblade. We had uh, Nicky Cruz. Uh, yeah, all those. I, yeah, I mean, we were crazy Maddox. <laughs> you know, when you went to sit down in church, you had to unload everything. <laughs> we were strong, okay. So this man speaking. I wish I had time to tell you the history of how he got to that church meeting, okay? And he's talking. And for some reason, under my breath, you know, I can listen and pray softly in tongues at the same time. When I'm driving, when I'm out uh, doing what I like to get out and do, just real softly. Yeah, don't, don't want to scare the birds. <laughs> But God leads me to talk to people every time I'm out. Every time I'm I'm out, I run into somebody that's either never heard the gospel or needs encouragement. I can tell you story after story, but it would bore you. But I was in that meeting, and I was sitting right where you are, sir. My wife was next to me. And I kept, uh, he was talking about being filled with the Spirit. And I was there, I'm kind of a new, pretty new at that time. As he's talking, I'm going, just real quiet. He couldn't hear me. And about a half hour into that message, he said something that I thought was just a little funny. And I was trying to keep from laughing at what he said. I thought it was the funniest thing I ever heard. And the joy of the Lord just shot up out of me And I'm trying to hold it down, I'm thinking, I'm going to, I'm going to, and then, you you know when you get tickled? I've done this doing radio broadcasts before. Something tickles you, it's going to be a while before you finish that thing. Okay? And all of a sudden I started to laugh. It wasn't just a teehee, it was a belly laugh. I couldn't control it. And then I just went down on the floor. My last thought was this. I'm ruining this meeting. When I came back, I mean, I don't know where I was from. When I came back, you know, I'm thinking, this is just so much fun. This is so much fun. But I felt like I was at the feet of Jesus, having a great time. Yeah. So what had happened is when I fell off my chair, my head went into an offering basket Did I ever tell you this? It's good that you came. But not only was it an offering basket, the only basket in the building. It had a tambourine in it. So I'm laying on my side laughing. I I couldn't figure out what that noise was that was going on. And now they've taken the tambourines out of church. No wonder the Spirit of God can't move. The only instrument I was ever able to play. And they took it away. Of course, I played it with my ear. Do you get that? You know, played by ear. You got it. Be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual song. Amen. 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 Quickly, I say quickly. You never gave me a time to quit, so. How many have to work tomorrow?
0: <laughs>
1: Call in right now. So, uh, I'm not getting my message in. It'll be a good one, though. I've never finished notes in my life. Come on, that's a, that's the right <laughs> I want to show you I have notes. I have notes right here. Okay. And uh, 1 Corinthians 12.1. What do we bring to the table? Yeah, but I want to be there and I want to eat everything and I want to do this and I want... It's here for me. I want to taste and see that the Lord's good. What about everyone around you? What about everyone around you? Out taking pictures of birds, out in, we- out, well, that wasn't West Texas. It was just west of Bernie there. And I ran into this young couple. He was, uh, okay, he was about this tall, uh, if he was standing on the floor. His name was Hoss. Big kid. And his wife, almost as tall as him, they're on their honeymoon. They came over to me and they said, uh, do you know anything about this park? Can you do this? Can you do that? And so I just took some time, told them, this is where you want to do. You can swim over here. You can, Because they'd closed down the offices. So when I was done talking to them, okay, they turned around, or as they were getting in the car, uh, they go, thank you for being so kind. Nobody's ever been this kind to us. And I thought, are you kidding me? I'm not doing anything. I ended up sharing Jesus with them. She was already born again. She'd been praying for her husband. So he heard the gospel about three times from me. Okay. I don't know how many times they came back and said, finally, I I got my car, I'm leaving. I'm thinking, I got to get home. Okay. Okay. He gets out of his car, and and he goes like this, and I open my door, I get out, and I said, are you okay? He goes, no, I just want you to let you know, no one has ever been so kind to take the time and talk to us. I said, son, the most important thing that you heard today is what I said about Jesus. And that's why we met today. Amen. You're not going to know what true joy is until you're causing joy in heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yes. Come on. Yes. You're not going to know what true joy, you're not going to see what your purpose is until you're out there sharing Jesus. Okay, you're planting seeds, sometimes you're watering, sometimes you get that in, you know, you get the harvest, okay? But there's something about that joy. Amen. And you know how uncommon that is? We get so busy forgetting we're a vessel. Got something on the inside of me that people need, to ha- need help. Okay? I had people that helped me over the years. He kept saying, sir, thank you for being so kind. And I'm thinking, kind? Are you kidding me? I'm not doing anything I wouldn't do for anybody else. But that's something that it was a fruit that was ministering to them. What's that scripture where it says, leadeth thee to repentance? What is it that leadeth thee to repentance? It says the goodness of God. Did you know that word is the word kindness? Yeah. Yeah. That's on the inside of us. It's who we really are. Okay? First Corinthians 12, 1 Corinthians 12.1. It's going to be a short version, my friends. Okay? Are we there? Okay. It says now, this is King James. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you, what? Ignorant. Now, don't go around telling people they're ignorant. Just stay silent. Let them demonstrate. Let them confirm what you're thinking.
0: Okay?
1: He's talking to a church here. Okay? Did you know you can be saved and be ignorant? You can be filled with the Holy Ghost and be ignorant? Because I'm going to show you some. I'm not going to prove your ignorance tonight. Okay? Okay, I do think we should bring back tambourines suddenly. That's where the revival is. We could set them on fire. A burning ring of fire. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. Now how many are trying to think of the nine gifts of the Spirit right now? How many are trying to think of that? Okay, I'm not going to go through those. I want to... But it takes so long to go through every one. But every one of us, every one of us, should know what these gifts are. We should. Okay? We should. We should know how they operate. Okay? How can you cooperate with the Holy Ghost if you don't know what the Holy Ghost is doing? If you don't know what the Word is. You know that you were Gentiles carried away by these dumb, everyone say dumb, these are tough words. Ignorant, dumb, dumb idols, even as you were led, dumb idols, dumb idols, dumb, dumb. Devil's dumb, but that's not what it's referring to. How about non speaking gods? Yes, that's right. We serve a God who speaks. Yes, Amen. Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man, everyone say no man, speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed. Isn't that the word anathema? Is that is that the what the word is? Do I have it right? And that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord, everyone say Lord, Lord. but by the Holy Ghost. But by the Holy Ghost. But by the Holy Ghost. Okay? Now if you think that's preaching right there, it's not talking about preaching. But it's true. Now, there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. Everyone say, same Spirit. spirit. And there are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. Lord. And there are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. Notice that, the same Spirit, the same Lord, and the same God. There is your Trinity. There is your Trinity right there. And they are in unity about what is being talked about here. Okay? We think it's just the gifts and people come to church and say, well, I want this gift, I want this. And I'll, I'll tell you right now, some places that we've missed it, for instance, the uh, prophecy. Did you know we're to what? Desire, is that right? Okay? Desire, that word is zeal. Zeal. Okay, zeal. So, who are the sports teams out here that are major out here? I don't. I'm asking. It doesn't matter. But how many know you've seen fans that are zealous? Is that right? They are zealous. Yeah. They're zealous. I mean, there's some. You know. Oh, I'm just at the game. No, no. Some of these people are in the game. That's why they have a wall around it. They'd be out there. Okay. Look at some of those Oakland Raider fans out there. Yeah. You wouldn't want to mess with any. And now they're messing with them, aren't they? Now they're messing with them. Okay. To be zealous. To desire what? Prophecy. That's in another chapter close here. So what is prophecy?
0: Hmm?
1: yeah it's an utterance is that right? Yes. a divine utterance yes. okay is that right?
0: Yes.
1: it's God speaking through somebody is that not yes. right? Yes. Amen. what does it cause? Edification, yes. exhortation and comfort, and comfort. Yes. who for? Uh, these gifts are to profit every man yes, yes. Profit with all. Yes. so Are we coveting, are we zealous about true prophecy, or are we more interested in personal prophecy? I'm here to get a personal word from the Lord. Well, I may have a few words for you. You know what I'm talking about? Edification, exhortation, and comfort. Well, I'm prophetically motivated, so I can be mean as a snake. No, you're not. That's not that gift. Prophecy edifies the whole church. Personal prophecy. I want a personal prophecy. I have had so many personal prophecies spoken over me. I know of five of those. Pastor Gary, have you had many spoken over you? Usually, it's been the board of the church I was pastoring, and they're trying to prophesy me out. I am not kidding you. I've been prophesied that I'm an apostle, a prophet, an evangelist, pastor, teacher. Matter of fact, some of the students, when I was teaching on this, they they made a little card. I still have it. It's a little spin wheel with a window in it, a little deal. And it's, a, it's, a, it's like a business card, Dave Beebe, you know, Reverend Dave Beebe. And then they said something else on it. And then it says, uh, Apostle to the nations. And then you spin it, you know, prophetic and, you know, this type of thing. Hello? Some people are trying to prophesy you out of what you're supposed to be doing. And yet that's what people are coveting. I want something for me that's going to edify me it's going to build up me. And selfishness is a sin. And I believe it grieves the Spirit of God. Are you doing all right? I got too serious there. I'm not going to apologize. But the manifestations of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all, verse 7. Those are the gifts. All right. Next few verses. Verse 11, but these all worketh that one and self same spirit, dividing to every man severally as what? As what? As who wills? The Spirit of God wills. How many times have you tried to work something up? It's not good, folks. A lot of that can be manipulation. Even worse, is that a word? More worse. <laughs> devilishly worser, it's witchcraft. You try to control somebody through so-called gifts of the Spirit, it is witchcraft. So people don't always know the Holy Ghost. What Pastor Gary was teaching today, Okay, we need to bring something to the table ourselves. Part of it is praying in the Spirit. Now, I'm going to quickly go through this. I'm not going to get to all those verses I would given back there. How many know that there is a public uh, gift of tongues and interpretation? Okay. Tongues and interpretation. You know how many believers I've talked to say, well, I don't have the gift, so I don't speak in tongues. Got quiet in here. See here, it says he wills that public declaration or public utterance, and then the what interpretation? Is that right?
0: Yes.
1: Okay. It says the spirit wills. He may or may not use you in that. That's fine. But later on, he starts talking about tongues in another chapter. And Paul said, "I will." Pray with the Spirit. Pray with the understanding also. I'll what? Sing with the Spirit. So what's the difference between I will and as He wills? As we will. As we will. And if you haven't been doing doing it, it's because you will not. We were laughing up till then. <laughs> because back up in, in, in 1 Corinthians 12, where it says that no man can say that Jesus is Lord, but what? By the Spirit, By the Spirit of God. Yeah, that's right. Now think about this. What he's saying there. Are you ready for this? Are you ready? Yeah. All nine gifts point to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. It doesn't point to how cool we are. It doesn't point to how anointed we are. All those gifts point to the Lordship of Jesus. And we can't take credit for those. Are you listening to me? Yeah. I could quickly go over to James. Maybe I will this, uh, will right now in James chapter three, it talks about the tongue. You know that? Okay, talking about the tongue. I know you teach on this here, I I know. Yeah. So whoever controls, you know, you put a bridle in a horse's mouth and you, you get that in there, you get the bit, okay, you can turn a horse around. Theoretically. Is that right? And then somebody could turn their life around or somebody could turn the ship around. Think about that. That was the biggest probably mode of transportation back when that was written. Yeah, it was bigger than a wagon. Heavier than a donkey. It says even though you have these fierce winds and everything coming through your life, whoever is in control can turn that ship around. Later on it says the tongue is an unruly, what? Evil. He's talking to believers. He's talking to, and this is a pastor, is that right, James? James, James was a pastor of the, new te- or the Church of Jerusalem. Is that not right?
0: Correct.
1: Yeah. It was important for him to put it down. So there's something in our body that can turn our life around. And shouldn't we be interested in that? Yes. Oh, Lord, turn my, turn my life around, turn my boat around, turn my horse around. And you know what he's saying? I've already done it. Right. Then it goes on to say that no man can tame this thing. I'm here to tell you tonight, the Holy Ghost can tame this thing. Yes. Now, are you Ready? The Holy Spirit always points to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Amen? It's all about here. Jesus is the high priest of our confession. Converts just say what they want to say. Or don't say anything at all. Disciples of Jesus yield this sin because whoever controls this, are you ready, is your Lord. We're not talking about him being your Savior. Whoever controls this is your Lord because he's talking to Christians here, (laughs) tongue talkers. But whoever can control this, it's what you bring to the table. Well, I'm filled with the Spirit. Demonstrate that in your prayer life when you're praying for others. Demonstrate that when you're sharing Jesus with other people. How else are they going to hear it? Some jackrabbit come up and say, hey, I got something to tell you. No, no. True revival, I believe, starts on the inside. Yeah. Amen. Amen? Yeah. But we, it. Demi- I've got to say that again. Somebody's not getting that. Whoever controls your tongue. Yeah, but I don't like to speak in tongues. Whoever controls your tongue. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't, I just don't like that. I, it, it's silly to me. Whoever controls this is your Lord. But I don't like confessing the word. I don't like that confession. I don't like that word of faith stuff. Whoever controls this is your Lord. We need everyone. We need everyone. It's what you bring to the table, it's what you bring to church. When you come to church, you come to give. I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about that blessed whatever it is that you're full of. You bring it. Yeah, I'm not a preacher. Yeah, but can you go find somebody that looks like they might need a hug? Mm-hmm. Yeah, whoever, whoever controls. And the reason I'm teaching this, the two areas I struggled with the most when I was a young Christian. Are you ready for this? Praying in the Spirit and confessing the Word. My mind had some of the best arguments, some of the best arguments that heaven doesn't accept. No excuses. When you stand in front of the Lord, it's not how many good days versus bad days. It's not a numbers thing. You can be a blessing. You can smile to somebody, with somebody. You can open the door for somebody. You can... I am now a good shopper. (laughs) I am now a good shopper because I know I'm going to meet somebody and I can share with them, help them with something. Yeah, Yeah. I saw this lady. Now, I'm 72, and she had to have been, had me by, she had to be in her 80s, real frail looking lady. So she's in the water aisle, and she's trying to pull this thing out, you know, a, a case of water, I said, ma'am, can I help you with that? She looks at me and she goes, no, thank you. I can get it. She didn't weigh 100 pounds. She reached in there finally and pulled it and swung that thing up into that cart like I can't do. Then she grabbed another. But she goes, but thanks anyway. I want her on my football team. <laughs> we can be a blessing wherever we go. If you don't, if you're not enjoying life, you can't bring joy into other people's lives. If you can't be kind, what's the opposite? If you can't love people, then really, the Bible says you don't really love the Lord. What, what are we, I'm not trying to bring condemnation, but what I'm saying, bring something to church. Bring something to church. It's different when you've been praying in the Spirit. It's different when you've been reading your Bible out loud. It's just different when you've been out sharing Jesus with people. That's the life of pouring out, being a vessel unto honor. And a lot of people haven't even touched it Well, I helped somebody back in 1954. Yeah, I know. So I will say this to you. If it's been that long, you are now a very valuable vintage Yeah, My mom is 94. Okay. People live a long time in our family. All right. She's 94. She's the healthiest person in the assisted living place she's in. And she's 4'10", maybe. She was all the way up to five foot one time. Now she's down to 4'10". She said, I don't know why I'm here. I said, well, go visit people. So, uh, no, I don't want to bother them. Well, she's been in there a couple of years now, incarcerated. <laughs> and uh, you know what she's doing? She's going around. She's one of the, there's only one lady older than her. She goes around that, that area yeah, where she's at, and she tries to get them all out walking. She can walk. Okay? And so we got her this picture frame that I can send her photos And now she's become the most popular person there because she calls people in to say, come look at these pictures my son sent me. She's trying to be a blessing to somebody. When I last visited her, she uh, she says, "Uh, Dave, would you mind coming and meeting some of my friends? I said, let's go. Let's go. She took me from room to room. That's her little ministry now. Now she's not talking about... Going on to heaven now. Now she's got something to do. So what is it that we have in our lives that we can pour out? Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. Get involved in children's ministry. Yeah. Well, I want to be a teacher. Well, go to children's ministry. If you can teach three to five-year-olds, you can teach adults. You may have to dumb it down a little bit for the adults. But if you can work with kids, you can work with anybody. <laughs> Ask me how I know. I don't know how many churches we pioneered before we got to Raymond's staff. Is you know in the Army I department, we weren't there. But weeks, two things happened that I will never forget. My wife turned to me and said, "I think I'm pregnant." I'm not good at math. But in my mind, I figured out how old I would be when my daughter graduated from high school. I was the oldest parent for my daughter's senior class. I loved it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What was the other thing I was going to tell
0: you?
1: I'd been a regional director. I'd been all these things, traveled all around, done all these things. My wife says, you know, we've been here long enough. We need to volunteer someplace. I'm thinking, volunteer? I was just hoping to sit for a while. I said, where do you want to go? What are you thinking? Children's ministry. I said, well, if you want to. She goes, I already signed us up. (laughs) At some of our events, at some of our events, we had a hundred five-year-olds. Talk about not turning your back on the ocean. I had never been so tired in my life. We'd go in and serve, and I'd go. I get you know after church, I'd go home and sit down, and uh, you know what was tired? My eyes. I mean, just the movement in the room. <laughs> if you don't know that joy, God bless you. <laughs> you turn your back out to him. I mean, they were, it was supposed to be organized. It was more like, oh boy. Can you think of that? I mean, yeah. Of course, we were out of there before my daughter turned four. And they came and told us one time, you don't know my daughter, but this will indicate. When she was four four years old, when all, all the leaders turned their back, she jumped up on a table and started organizing all those kids. She had them moving from station to station. She had it all organized. How did we know? Because somebody that worked with us, he was a teenager, well, 18, 19 years old, who'd come down to go to Ramah. And we got to know this tall kid, six foot four. Man, was he skinny. Got to know him. And he's now the pastor of the last church that we, before we moved down to Texas. The friendship was we met serving God together. Yeah. Of course, it affected him different. He doesn't remember what I remember. Are you getting anything out of this? No matter what you're doing, shopping, no matter what, begin praying in the Spirit. Just pray in the Spirit. Just pray in the Spirit. You say, I don't feel like it. Of course you don't. The devil wants to keep you quiet. But just remember, we we sing songs about Jesus being our Lord. Worship is part of putting something in But Jesus is a high priest of what we say. Whoever can... If you're given to anger, if you're given to gossip, if you're given to criticism, it's an indication that you're filled with something. And it might not be the things of God. Did you get anything out of this? Let's stand up. I'm not done, but I have to stop. Just stand up. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is a good church here. It's a good church. It's got good people. Amen? Yes, Amen. 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 It's good people. Amen. Amen. So I know some things by the Spirit. I do know some things. And this happens. Often your pastor knows these things too. You get to know things. You just know it on the inside when you're ministering. And so sometimes you can deal with them while you're teaching. You don't have to say, thus saith the Lord. You don't always have to do that. Are you listening to me? Because sometimes it's that still small voice that comes out. Amen. 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 And what I have is the same thing for about three couples if I can find them. Right over there. You. Just stay right there. And it's the same thing I'm going to tell you is I'm going to ta- talk to Bowen Kathy here. Had the same thing. Same thing. Is Shekinah? There's Shekinah. Where's your, where's your husband here? Yeah. I see that head. And it's for you too. Now these happen to be people that I've known. But this is what the Lord just said on the inside when we were worshiping. Because I saw your faces. And here it is. It's really simple. God's not done with you yet. God is not done with you yet. He's not done with you yet it's not a matter of age okay it's not a matter of what experience that we've gone through okay ups, downs, ins and outs discouragements what you think is failure is actually experience good, bad or indifferent you learn you learn, you take that hammer and hit your finger, you just learn something You learn your finger has a voice. Yeah. Yeah. So the Lord wants to tell these people, and some others will be blessed by it, He's not done with you yet. There's more to be poured out. There's more to be poured out. And some of you know exactly what I'm talking about because you're thinking about things, and often the devil will try to say, You're done. You're done. Because you think you've made too many mistakes. Well, tell Peter that. Tell Paul that. How about that woman that came to Jesus? Yeah, she had a ministry before and it wasn't a good one. But God made her into something. Are you listening to me? Pastor Osteen, years ago, he says, God doesn't have any failures. He only has learners. That's right.
0: Amen.
1: I'm a learner. I'm a learner. Does that mean anything to you folks? Okay. I, these are the, 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 the ones that I saw when we were worshiping God. Amen. 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 Yeah. Mhm. and you, you preached on who told you that is that right but still there's somebody here that's tormented you're tormented because you don't think your faith is strong enough to receive whatever it is that you want to receive uh, my wife and I we have two children Miracle kids, we found out later on, my wife's not supposed to be able to have kids. The world says impossible. God says possible. So you're going to have to cast those thoughts down. Yeah, but I don't think my faith is strong enough. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question. Are you born again? If you're born again, your faith has already received... The greatest miracle that can ever take place on this planet, right. and it's the new birth. That's and only right. the devil would tell you that your faith doesn't work because right. he's a liar. Right. Sometimes, when you're young, you get discouraged because things happen. You're not a throwaway, but how do you overcome it? Get filled with the Spirit, stay filled with the Spirit. Speaking to yourselves in songs and hymns and spiritual songs. Amen. Pray for other people. Just pray for other people. Mm-hmm. I know right now there's a young person in here that thinks that, well, their dream is, is, is quashed. It's not. I'm here to tell you that dream is still alive. But you have to learn how to pour out what's on the inside of you. Just don't accept what's coming in this way. We think revival is going to come this way. It comes out of. Amen. Amen. Oh Lord Jesus, come. Well, He's here. We need an outpouring of the Spirit of God. He's here. The greater one is already here. But you have to pour out. Young people, if you don't know what your step is, pray in the Spirit till you know you say it's impossible and 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 amen amen did you gentlemen have anything so let's thank God heavenly father we covet heavenly father we desire greatly heavenly father we have great zeal towards your gifts Toward your gifts. But Father, make us a vessel to also flow in those gifts to this generation. To this generation, to the people around us, whether they're saved or unsaved, Spirit of God, use us to reach people. Everyone close your eyes, bow your head. Is there anyone unsaved here tonight? Anyone that you don't really know what your relation is with God? Is there anyone that has not received Jesus as their Lord and Savior? The day will come when dozens and dozens will be at this altar. If you see it, you can have it. Amen. Amen. Is there anyone unsaved? Is everyone filled with the Spirit? With the evidence of speaking in other tongues? Is everyone? See, if you desire God, you're going to want want everything. But the greatest thing is to get filled with the Holy Ghost also and to be a blessing to your generation. Amen. Everyone close your eyes now. Close Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. How many needed to hear this? Other than that person on the phone. How many needed to hear this tonight? Okay. Start to say this. I'm a disciple of Jesus. Spirit of God, you have full access to my tongue. Because I want to. It's my will. I want to. I want to. I want to. Amen. Amen, amen. Amen. I'm done, sort of.